Welcome to Millions of Tyrants. I'm your host, John Beadle. The show that asks questions more than it answers them. The show in which we really talk about what it means to be free as a human being in our society, particularly in the West, but also discussion, deconstruction, just simply talking about what are things that are happening in the times and what it means to be a human being. Please join me. All right, I'm changing the name of the podcast. I'm changing it from, so to speak, to Millions of Tyrants. Now, there are many reasons to change it name of a podcast to a name like Millions of Tyrants. Well, for one, Millions of Tyrants is the name of an older podcast episode that I did that is my most popular. Also, I wanted a better name that I could give to people as something they could share, as something fun, um, as something that I can really kind of be like a tongue-in-cheek thing that we say to one another, like, you're such a tyrant. And the idea is that I, as I really began to dig deep into my podcast and uh, and put out these episodes, I realized that that things really were changing about the way I perceived my own voice and what I was talking about. And the things I were talking about happened to do a lot with like human agency, what it meant to be a free person, and how this vision of freedom has really changed over the centuries, and that I was going in a different direction. As someone who tends to lean in a more conservative direction, I found that I didn't have anything in common with my conservative uh, counterparts, that the electoral system of left and right had completely broken down, and I was looking for something new. So I got this dog barking in the background, but I'm just going to push through, okay, and have this conversation. So what it means to be free in this generation is something different than what freedom was initially, um, uh, the way it was, it was understood back in centuries past, especially in the classical period. Um, men like Plato, Aristotle, Socrates understood freedom far differently than the way we do now. Today, when you say, hey, are we free? Are we free? Essentially, it's freedom to do whatever we want, right? Or it is freedom to um, freedom to ignore or freedom to, to uh, not do what someone else is doing. And um, if someone is free, they have the freedom to do that. And the, the extent of that freedom, of course, varies and differs, right? For some people, freedom is more like the freedom to do things with my own body, in, including killing the unborn, um, or freedom to have my own land, or freedom to do what I want. Now, that's not necessarily wrong to say that that's, a, that's freedom or whatever that means, right? But one way to think about it is all of this freedom talk typically comes from um, a sort of a presupposition of tolerance. And tolerance is a negative virtue because tolerance as a virtue in our society, which is the is the actual top virtue. Is it is the penultimate, the the prime virtue, which says, "You leave me alone, and if you don't mess with me, I won't mess with you." That sort of that or, that idea, right, of freedom, tolerance. I do what I do. You do what you do. As long as I'm not hurting anybody else, I can do what I want, and that has become a virtue in our society. Of course, what happens if what you're doing harms you? Is that still freedom? Well, I say yes. Well, it's my chance to be stupid. If I'm harming myself, I'm still in freedom. I'm still doing uh, and demonstrating the virtue of freedom. Of course, Plato, Aristotle would disagree with you. They'd say, you're not free. You're not free at all. You're a slave. Because to them, freedom was the chance or the, the individual's ability to live in virtue. And to live in virtue, okay, uh, and, and in this sense, the cardinal virtues, right? To live in virtue meant to live in truth to some extent, right? As, as far as you can understand it and process it. And then it also meant that you were not wallowing in vice. You had self-control. 
temperance, right, was part of being one who was virtuous. So if you're a heavy drinker, if you're somebody who is um, incapable of putting down the beer bottle, right, um, in American society, you might say, well, I'm free because I can do what I want. I can drink. I have a certain amount of freedom that an 18-year-old doesn't have because I'm above the age of 21. But in a classical society, they might say, well, you're demonstrating sort of a very um, a vague, um, you know, a shallow version of freedom. You're actually not free. And so in all this talk of freedom, inevitably the subject comes up of what is tyranny, and tyranny is the opposite of freedom. And as I began to really process this in the podcast, I realized that, you know, we're always looking out for the tyrant with a capital T. And everybody was looking at Trump as this tyrant, and everybody was looking at Hillary as this potential tyrant. And however you want to look at it, um, you could you could make those arguments uh, based on their decisions. You could actually make um, the tyrannical arguments based on the last four presidencies and be probably very correct on what a tyrant actually is. But what I became more interested in is this idea that what if we're deceived and the issue is not so much this one person, that we're in this constant state of deflection, that the media itself, the media themselves, big M, um, is bent on deflection feeding to a certain narrative, a certain crowd that is always right, never wrong, and, um, and it is simply playing to its customer base. And each side has their own vision of freedom and their own vision of tyranny. But to go a little bit deeper than that, we'd have to say, well, what if our biggest problem is not Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama? What if our biggest problem is ourselves? I'm not worried about one tyrant. I'm worried about the presence of millions of tyrants, people who can't live in virtue, a society that is incapable because of the scourge of consumerism and, this, and, and, and everything else like that that, is, that has caused us to, to look at ourselves as just these consuming agents that all we do is consume, and that's freedom. Instead of some deeper realization that we are called to maybe, as human beings, flourish when we live in virtue, when we're able to say no to things, that might give us pleasure or joy because you know what? Sometimes not all pleasure is good for us. That you can find pleasure in things that th there can be things that make you happy that are actually bad for you. And so I want to have that kind of conversation. I want to read books. I want to discuss current events. I want to disagree with things that people say. I want to challenge the listeners out there who find this kind of conversation compelling. And I want to invite you to join me in this conversation, to give me your thoughts, to give me your, your answers to these questions, these ancient questions. So I've, that's why I've called this podcast Millions of Tyrants. I want to challenge the listener to consider that it's more important that we form communities of virtue. It's more important that we learn how to live in such a way that we really are free. And freedom itself looks way different than the freedom of a post-enlightenment 21st century America. What do you think? Do you agree, disagree? For this um, specific um, you know, thought process that I'm having, and if I want to be coherent about it, if you want to read deeply, you should go read After Virtue by Alistair McIntyre, an amazing philosopher uh, who is deeply embedded in Aquinas and, and has, has basically, a, 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 I think, probably a uh, bulletproof argument for why, for why reasoning outside of tradition, which is essentially what we were doing, we're doing in our society, um, 
doesn't work. Why people who are pro-choice and pro-life can no longer have dialogue. It's because, not that they're not making the best arguments, okay? The idea that, that um, you're not being persuasive enough because you're not making the best argument. As you, and the idea that you could persuade somebody just by making a better argument is just a modern conception of what even an argument is. We have to go deeper than the arguments. We have to go deeper than reason. We have to go into something called tradition. We are all handed things. And so that's why I've changed the name of the podcast. I want to talk about those things we've been handed. Are they right? Are they wrong? Have they made us into something that we're not? Or what are they? Are there traditions in America or in the West, America in particular, the West in general, that need to be thrown out? Or maybe just recognized, applaud where they need to be applauded, and um, condemn where they need to be condemned. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about what it means to be a people, what it means to be an individual, and how we can live in a better way to be human. Um, So, subscribe, share, comment. I look forward to hearing from you, you tyrant.